Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm posing 10 questions that can help you change your life. One of the things that we do when we get anxious is get stuck. Sometimes we make our world a little bit smaller. We don't venture out the way that we used to. We have fears of all kinds and of different magnitudes, right? We can have small fears or large fears, but we are under that cloud of fear. And so many times we need to change some things in our lives. And we can't make change if we don't make the time and effort to see what needs to be changed. So one of the ways that we can examine our lives and shake things up in a way that when we're anxious, we can handle because it's not something that's crashing down, or this isn't like we don't have to be barreling through. We can do this in small bite-sized steps. We can ask questions. We can really learn a lot just by asking ourselves a few questions. Questions direct our attention and they make us think. They make us look at something from a different perspective. And often when we're anxious, we are stuck in one perspective, the wormhole perspective. So if you never ask yourself questions, you may limit the amount of progress that you might make. And you might limit your ability to come out of the wormhole and live in the bright light. Questions that you ask yourself or fail to ask yourself, can alter the course of your life. So why not take some time and consider some questions? Now, one thing I like about the question asking process is that we want to do this on a regular basis. So put it in your planner or your calendar and put a little tickler notice that you want to remember to revisit these questions, let's say in another month. Maybe you do it quarterly. It could be a really good way, especially if you add this to your journal, if you do it as a journaling exercise, that you can begin to see how change is actually happening. Because so often we even make change, but we're still down on ourselves thinking that we are still stuck in the same place. And why is it that we would think that? Because we haven't taken a moment to look back to see how far we have come. One of the greatest practices you can do when you are getting yourself out of an anxious time in your life is to look back from where you started because you might be amazed at how much progress you have made, but it is often so small that you yourself cannot see it. I see it in clients and group members, but often they don't see it because they are with themselves day in and day out. They don't see the micro changes. But when we meet once a month or every other week, I can see that there has been progress. And 
I, I always implore people to take some time and turn around and look back at the shore where you started and just see how far that you have come. It may have taken some time, yes, but I want you to always look back and see. And so one of the ways you can be looking back is if you are asking these questions quarterly or twice a year, if you need, maybe more often, maybe you would like to revisit these more often. That's perfectly fine. So let's dive right into them. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The first one is, what are the most important things I need to accomplish? And we can take this into a daily task too. What are the most important things I need to accomplish tomorrow? We want to bring ourselves into a place where we can answer this and not be burdened with every single thing on the to-do list, what needs to be done tomorrow or immediately. When you make the most of each day, you can make the most of your life. Avoid starting a new day without a plan of action. Give your day some thought the night before. Okay, so this is something that you're going to put into your life on a daily basis and reassess it when you come back to look at these questions again. Did you keep up with it? Did it help? Did it make your life busier or less busy? The second one is which activities and people are a waste of my time? We all fail to make the most of our time. We have activities that do little more than serve as distractions. We also have people that are just distractions or worse, they are causing us problems. Think about the activities and the people that are costing you more than they are worth. Surround yourself with people that support you. Again, this is a wonderful journal exercise. The third question is, what are my long-term plans? What is the overall objective of my life? If you don't know that, you'll struggle to plan your time appropriately. 
You'll make wiser decisions if you know what you're trying to accomplish over the next decade or more. Clarify your goals and where you want to be in 10 years. Write it down and refer to it often. And don't be afraid to adjust it, to modify it. Things change. Our goals change. But have a starting point. Have a direction that you want to be heading. If you don't have any direction, how will you ever know when you get there? Were you going the right way? Did you have your ladder up against the right wall? The fourth question that you can be asking yourself or considering on a regular basis is, what did I do poorly today and how can I do better tomorrow? Yes, you can evaluate your errors and your poor decisions and learn from them. We don't have to be afraid of the fact that we made some mistakes. Everyone does it. No shame, no blame, just evaluate what it was that happened. Were they your errors or poor decisions? And how can you learn from them? Making a mistake once is just part of life. Making a mistake more than once could be harder on you because you didn't learn, but you can still learn then. Don't be so hard on yourself. We all make mistakes and we all sometimes do it more than once. Let yourself take some time. Again, we have to be conscious about this. When we ask these questions, take our journal, what kind of things happened? What mistakes did I make? And what can I learn from them? It's our job to learn from our mistakes. The fifth one is, what did I do well today or this quarter or this month? However you are doing these questions. It's just as important to identify what we did well so we can do it again. Identifying and feeling good about our victories also helps to build our confidence. We feel less fearful. We have more self-esteem and we have a more optimistic view of our future all of which make that bright future more likely to happen. The next one I have, number six, is how does the rest of the world view me? This can be a difficult question to answer accurately because it depends what kind of lens we are looking at ourselves through, but it's important. Most of us are clueless about how we appear to others. We have our own vision of ourselves in our mind, but it's often far from the truth. If you can see yourself as the rest of the world sees you, you'll identify a few simple things that you can tweak and change your results dramatically. You may also be looking at yourself through some really negative lens and that the rest of the world does not view you that way. This can go either way. So be open about finding how the world views you. Take a step out of your own self and see how you might look to the rest of the world. You can see your traits differently when you are seeing them from how the world or others might be viewing them. 
often people who are anxious, depressed, or are dealing with panic or PTSD have very negative self-view. So it can be really helpful to take a step out of yourself and see how your life might be looking to others. And if you don't like the way that it is, this is your opportunity to say, what can I change? And what would I like to change? How would I like it to be different? The next one, number seven is, what are my values and am I living them? You hear me talk about values here on other episodes because they are very important in understanding how we are choosing to live our lives. If we are anxious, we are living out of a very narrow set of values. We are in protection all the time. That is our greatest value is being protected. And often we have only fuzzy idea of what our other values are. And without knowing them, we can't live them. So once you know what your values are, it's easier to make decisions that can help you heal and sustain you and build your own self-esteem. Knowing your values and living them also creates a life that you will find fulfilling. And one of the best things I can suggest for you to do when it comes to values is to just find value lists. I know we have value list in the group coaching Facebook group, but you can Google it and just find a humongous list. They'll probably be set up alphabetically and go through these lists and check off or pull out the words that are things that you value. They're not right or wrong. It's just we're all different and we have different values. It can be a wonderful experiment to see what it is that you value and actually put it in your journal so that you can come back to it, like I said, quarterly or monthly, and see if you are living up to those things that you value. Number eight, what are my greatest flaws and what can I do to correct them? Well, everyone has flaws and you could have a flaw that is holding you back. Very few people are aware of their most significant flaws without thinking about it. But so spend some time thinking about this and ask some honest friends or close people in your life for their opinion or advice for you, because you may not be able to see where your little downfalls are or your greatest downfalls are. And you know, wanting to correct things like that is awesome. You don't have to be afraid to do it. We don't have to be living out of this small, little, fearful, anxious box. There's a whole great world out there. And it's important that we step into it with our values, with our understanding of where we have a flaw or a downfall and need to make a correction or or build ourselves up, it's all okay. We don't need to be afraid of it. And number nine, what can I do to enhance my most important relationships? Well, I think this one speaks for itself, but you can think about how you can lift your relationships up to the next level. 
Where have your relationships maybe been suffering because of your anxiety or your depression? And how can you begin to pay attention to them in a way that you can lift them up and make them better for both you and the other people? And number 10, who and what am I grateful for? Well, of course, you know, I couldn't leave without putting gratitude in there because it is such a healing salve. This is a great question to ask every day, but put it in your list of questions in your calendar for checking again monthly or quarterly to see, are you paying attention to this daily? Who and what and who and what am I grateful for? Especially when we are feeling anxious or frustrated or down, we need to pull up our gratitude. Thinking of the good things in our life will lift our spirits and give us a more optimistic view of life. And that makes more things happen along those lines because that's where our focus is. We just need to remember to have the gratitude. And I know that we can do this in our journaling. We can do this in our mind. We can do this before or after our meditation. It's another great time to bring in our gratitude. So don't forget to have your gratitude on your list of questions. I hope these questions have been helpful for you. Some of these are a little tough to look at, but we can handle it. We do not need to be afraid to look at hard things. We can do hard things. And so just because something is difficult doesn't mean we shouldn't tackle it. Something as simple as this, as asking a few questions here and there, might be all we need to help to keep us steering our life in the direction of our choosing, not just by the default. Ensure that you're not just asking and answering the questions. Take action. When you answer these questions in your journal, make a little list of action steps that you can take to go forward. I think that you'll be really glad that you did. And now for today's quote. A prudent question is one half of wisdom. And that's from Francis Bacon. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.